turn around. Every now and then I get a little bit turned Welcome back to the water cooler. <laughs> Where we cover everything you need to know to not sound like an asshole at work. I'm fucking jazzed up, buddy. Me too. Thursday I'm night. rich too. I just cashed you, a parlay on Thursday night football. You hit a parleyzy for sheezy. Love to see it. And that was actually a pretty good game. We just finished watching Jags and Saints. Ended up being decent. Came down to the very fucking end, huh? Should we just jump yeah, right yeah. into that? Let's do it. Entertaining game. Um, Jags started hot. You know, came out strong. Saints kicking field goals left and right like they're in London in it. But, the, you know, they just they just couldn't get in the end zone. But all of a sudden, you know, they're down 24 to 9. And they just pieced together a couple of drives and tied that thing up. But Jags bounced back, responded well. And, you know, like I said in the preview, Dougie P has those boys ready to go on Thursday nights. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you didn't see, the Jags won 31-24 in New Orleans, New Orleans, and all of a sudden the Jags are fucking five and two. Yeah, they're a good team, and they're a good team in a bad division, which is a good combination because then you can, you know, really focus in on you know potentially getting a one seed, looking at a buy or a two seed, and having home field advantage for the first two rounds. So, yeah, good start for them. That would be nuts if they just kept winning in that Shea division and got the one seed. I don't yeah. think that'll happen, but something yeah, could, could happen. And like you said, they were up 24 to 9. Saints came back, made it a game. Saints were down seven at the very end. Uh, they were on like, what, the five when they threw that pass to Foster Moreau? Yeah. Hit him right in the hands. Wide open in the end zone, hit him in the hands, and he just dropped it. Yeah, and then fourth and goal, worst call in all of sports. Unless you, unless you have a wide receiver like Calvin Leo Johnson, Calvin Johnson, you know, don't throw a fade route. Randy Moss, don't throw a fade route. Don't yeah. do it. But what sucks is they had done it like literally three times already in that game, and it didn't work either of the times. Carr didn't put it in the right spot any of the times. And it was just, yeah, that's a shitty way to end it, but. Yeah, Carr had some moments where he looked real old and real um, just injured and and not good anymore, which is tough to see. But he battled through, brought him back. They played decently, um, played a good second half. But ultimately, that team is uh, is going to need to be carried by their defense. And yeah, he had some nice moments, but he just looks like timid when he throws it. Like. A lot of times, like, he'll pump fake to a guy, like, if he's not sure, and then he'll just, like, stare him down back. I want to throw it to you, but I just don't know if I can get yeah, it there, you know. Exactly. And then he'll he'll make a, a wild overthrow or something where they're clearly not on the same page, and he's, like, full-on yelling at, like, other guys. It's like, I don't know. It's a, it's a weird situation. Yeah, pretty much all he can do successfully at this point is check it down to Kamara who I was just telling you before we jumped on here, just saw that he's got five more catches than any other running back in the league, and he missed the first three games. So yeah. he's just, if you play fantasy football, he's a PPR monster right now. He's just stacking them up. Yeah. Yeah, if you play fantasy, uh, get as close to him as possible, but if you are in Vegas with him, stay far away. <laughs> Different kind of monster. <laughs> All right, man, let's get into these games coming up on the weekend. We're going to kick it off with the Buffalo Bills 
going to New England. The Bills are nine-point favorites over the Patriots with a over-under of 40 points. I don't see any way this is a close game. I think the Bills are coming off two back-to-back, like pretty sloppy games. You can kind of write off that one in London. London games are weird. You know, you're on the you're you're um making a long trip, you're playing a team that's used to being there. Um in the Jaguars, they lose that game in a game they easy could have won. Um against a good team and then you come back and you're playing the giants on Sunday night in just a weird game sleeper of a game. Um, you kind of sleepwalk through that one and you come out with a win, but don't look well, don't look good doing it. But now you're playing a familiar division rival, a team you've had a lot of recent success against. And I love them to cover them. The nine points here. I, they should win this thing by 10 or more quite easily. Um, and I think, you know, I think this is a one that might end up in the, in the parlay for me. Yeah, I definitely think they're going to cover the Patriots has been so, so bad. And Mac Jones has been terrible. It it took the Raiders for them to have a competitive game before that they had gone like 10 quarters without scoring an offensive touchdown or something like that. It was fucking dreadful. I don't think they stand a chance. Like you said, the bills have been a little sloppy, but this is a get right game for them for sure. I think they're going to handle business pretty easy over there. Yeah, I I agree with that for sure. Do, I did just go ahead and check. Um, I'm on uh, NFLweather.com because you know that that line's kind of weird. That line's kind of weird. Only nine point favorites. It feels like a spot. I get there on the road, but it feels like a spot they should probably be two touchdown favorites. We we're looking at some weather. Uh, looks like we got a chance of rain. And uh, and uh, twenty one mile an hour winds. So maybe that's a little bit of a factor. But I mean, Josh Allen's got a rocket arm. He can cut through. He can cut through whatever wind is there. So I still like a minus nine. He does, but you know they can. They're also going to run the ball a little bit. There's going to be a lot more running probably than if it was a clear sunny day. Go out on a limb here and call a Latavius Murray anytime touchdown. Love that. Let me just filibuster for a second. I'm going to look it up. Let's see what the fucking odds are on that. Yeah, and I know we've said this before when we make different points, but this is why you come to the motherfucking water cooler. What other podcast is pulling up NFLweather.com to keep our listeners informed, you know? They're not. They're just not doing it. And they don't have the prop for Latavius Murray yet. I'm going to keep my fucking eye on that, though. That's probably going to be plus money. Oh, easy. Surely. That's a lock. Plus a decent amount of money. Go ahead and just put that, put a lock on that one and throw away the fucking key. That's yeah. it. I can't wait. Yeah. First drive of the game, maybe. First touchdown score, if you want to get Ooh, real crazy. Doggy. Some big, might, some big boys. Might, might pay for your kid's college fund with that one. <laughs> My kids ain't going to college, dude. All right, moving on. We got what's definitely the game in the morning. Two good teams here. The Detroit Lions are going to Baltimore, where the Ravens are three-point favorites at home with an over-under of 43 hate the Ravens in this spot. See, and this is another one where everything tells you like the Lions should probably be favored here. They've looked like the better team overall. So what the fuck does Vegas know that makes the Ravens be three-point favorites? You know, the again, I get the home home team thing, but um the Lions have been really good this year. Like, I don't know. I don't know. So um another another 
weird spot potentially. Um, and if we're being honest, I, I'm kind of leaning Ravens. Kind of leaning Ravens. To win or to cover? Or both? Well, I mean, they're minus three. So I'll, I'll, cover, say, I'll say to win. And then if I, I, you know, if I were to bet them, I'd probably buy that half point, get them down to two and a half. You think they're going to win this game? I do. I do. I think this this Lions defense is going to be all over Lamar, and I don't think that the Ravens defense can stop him. It, it, maybe it's because they David Montgomery's still hurt. Even Craig Reynolds is banged up, and Jameer Gibbs is hopefully coming back from injury, but that's not a sure thing. So I don't know who else they have to run the ball, but I know Man Campbell will find somebody to fucking tote that thing, and they got a beast offensive line that will pave the way. You want to do this? Let's do it. Oh, buddy, you're going to give me a freebie right here. Firm handshake. Beer bad. Let's go. Lamar's got me, dude. Lamar's got me. I feel it. Um, Goff's not not him on the road. Give a fuck about road, home splits, dude. Fuck off with that. All right, dude. We'll we'll see. We'll see. The the thing is, they don't need Jared, Jared Goff to ever be him. Even when he has those good games at home, it's like, that's just not who they are. He he gets that because they're they're dominating in every other aspect of the game. That's fair. That's fair. But we'll see. I I like the Ravens here. I feel good about that. Next up, we got a doozy with the Washington Commanders versus the New York Giants. They're going to New York where the Commanders are minus two and a half with an over-under of a whopping 37 and a half. <laughs> the NFC beast showdown. How you see in this one? I really like the commanders, especially with that spread. Um, two and a half, you know, like we've talked about before on previous pods, that's a beautiful, beautiful spread. If you like the team, um, honestly, whatever, whatever side you like, if you like the giants, they're betting them plus two and a half is great too. Um, but you know, the Washington has looked a lot better, um, than the giants giants played a competitive game against a very good bills team last week, but I don't know. I don't, I don't expect them to um, look super competitive again. And the the thing that makes me pause on it, though, is Washington's very much been like a every other week type team. And last week they were good. So if that if that, you know, progress continues there, then um, that would say they're going to not be good this week. But That's again, fucking analytics right there, baby. Nice two and a half. Um, you get that with your me. master's degree or what? Yeah, that was uh that was the first class analytics one oh one. Hell yeah. Yeah. I, I would I would be all over the commanders here. And just to be clear, if you do like the Giants, move that to plus three and a half. That way if they lose by a yeah. field goal, you still hit. Yeah. You're it's still gonna be decent, decent payday. Uh yeah. I don't know. The Giants are just fucking ass. They don't even know who their quarterback is. It feels like the head coach versus the offense, you know, a little bit. Maybe they use that to rally back and, and build some together. But I think the commanders just as an overall team are just much better. They've they've at least shown, you know, every other week they can be competitive. The Giants haven't done that yet. Who's their one win against? I can't remember. Uh the Cardinals. <laughs> Fuck off. That, yeah, that, game, the- that game where they got shut out in the first half. Too. Yeah, that's right. That's when you had your take that Cardinals are just throwing the second half. Yeah. I, I think the commanders win this one by a touchdown. 
And maybe is it going to be snowing? Is there like a blizzard in New York? No, I looked, I looked at, uh, you know, again, shout out NFLweather.com. Um, no free ads though, but, um, just wind East coast. looks like, looks like it's going to be, be a little windy on the East coast this weekend. So, it's okay. These guys can run the ball. They play good defense. They're not worried about that. While we're on the topic of wind real quick though, just a little free tip to, um, all the fantasy footballers out there. Be cautious of where your kicker's playing this weekend with with the winds. Okay. Be be smart. Even if you got a real good kicker, if they're in windy situations, they're not, they're not gonna take them out there for uh, you know, for 50 plus yarder. So be be Those careful. Dome kickers. Yep. All right. Yeah, I definitely got the commanders there, but we'll move on from that one. Falcons are heading down to Tampa Bay where the Buccaneers are minus two and a half, another big divisional matchup with an over-under of 37, and that's just NFC South football right there. That's a high over-under for those guys. Yeah, grit, grit and grind uh, grit and grind football, just ugly stuff there. This is this is the game um, on NFL Red Zone in the morning where you know you kind of forget it's on for a while because there's not much going on. I, I, I'm leaning Falcons here, but I mean – they got to go away from Ritter and they're clearly not ready to do that for whatever reason. Um, which makes me want to, you know, pivot to the box there. Um, but overall I think the Falcons are the better team. So I'm going to ultimately pick them, but this is just a ugly, gross, disgusting game. Yeah. I'm going to go with the bucks there to win, to cover probably, you know, it's going to be like a field goal game. It'll be close. But uh, for exactly what you just said, I mean, there are two teams that have talent. You know, the Bucks still have guys on that defense from that Super Bowl run that are legit, you know, defenders. They got talented receivers. The difference is the quarterbacks. And Baker isn't anything special anymore. You know, it's not like college Baker. But he does what he has to do. He doesn't throw the ball away. He doesn't do too much. He just does what needs to be done, gets him in a position to win, and he's st- he's still got those nuts on him, you know. He can go down and, and win it. He can he can make that throw in big moments when he has to. And I don't think Desmond Ritter can do that. Yeah, I just think I don't know. I think I think it comes down to the defenses here. I think honestly, the quarterbacks are more of a wash. I do obviously think Baker's better, but all things considering uh, considered, I think the Falcons roster is a little stronger overall. Um, so, you know. This could be. Are we gonna go? Should we do a a two beer bet week? Oh, I thought you were right. gonna say trust your nuts. This this could be it. I I I got my eyes on a on a different trust your nuts game of the week. Okay, uh, though. So double beer bet. Let's do it. You're fucking scared because you know the lines are gonna win. You're regretting. Hell that nah. Hell nah. <laughs> Let's do it. All right. Cheers. Cheers. All right, moving on. We got the Cleveland Browns coming off that huge win over the 49ers, going to Indy to face the Colts. The Browns are three-point favorites with an over-under of 40.5 points. Still don't know if Deshaun Watson's going to play quarterback, so that is up in the air, but got to like the Browns coming off that big win. That defense is legit. Yeah, definitely like the Browns here. Um, Gardner Minshew, Colts quarterback has shown that he is a serviceable backup a good backup but when he is planned to be the starter things don't go uh, super well that Browns defense is so good I'm actually really surprised that the over-unders at 40 and a half 
Um, that feels like a hammer the under spot. And I, I really like the Browns here too. Yeah, how many passes do you think Gardner Minshew's thrown over the last two weeks as the starter? Too many. 99. Yikes. That's fucking crazy. Yeah, that's tough. That's tough. I think uh, Miles Garrett gets a sack. I think probably a few guys do. If you have that Browns defense, I'll run him out there. I like the under, too. Um, Minshew just proved that he can't be that guy. And against this defense, you need a fucking stud. Like we saw last week, Brock Purdy couldn't get it done, despite how good the rest of that 49ers team is. And the Colts, they don't have talent like the Niners do surrounding him. So that's going to be a fucking tough day. Um, It's probably going to be just an ugly run the ball, play good defense kind of day for the Browns, especially if they don't have Deshaun. Even if they do have Deshaun, it's not like he's been lighting up through the air. So I love that under bet. I love that little same game parlay right there, a little Browns money line under 40 and a half. Yeah, love that. Love that. Browns to cover under 40 and a half too. Yeah, yeah, definitely. All right, moving on. We got the Las Vegas Raiders heading to the Windy City to face the Bears. The Raiders are minus two and a half with an over-under of 37 and a half in a game featuring a badgeant for the Bears at quarterback. And who fucking knows where the Raiders could be Hoyer or Aiden O'Connell. Gotta love the gamesmanship from the Raiders of not announcing your starting quarterback because – Lord knows it's tough to tough to prepare for Brian Hoyer or Aiden O'Connell. So I don't th- I don't think they know who's gonna play quarterback, bro. <laughs> I think McDaniel's is fucking sleeping on <laughs> there. So yeah, that I don't I don't care. It could be Rich Gannon at fifty seven years old trotting out for the Raiders. I like them to cover in this game. I think the Bears' last ditch effort for any sort of you know any sort of good from this season was last week in that Vikings game. They had a chance, went down through the interception. They're now sitting at one and five Raiders are heading the other direction, winning a couple in a row. And I don't think they'll mess up in the spot to, you know, have a chance to actually get to four and three, get above 500. And, you know, in that, in that wild card picture, I'll be all, although it's early, you know, but still, you know, sitting at four and three is a, a good start. Yeah, hundred percent it is. Uh, they're playing great defense, good, good enough defense, and doing what they have to do. As you see, this uh, press conference with Devonte, Devonte Adams yesterday. Yeah, making a lot of news, and we kind of talked about this with like number one receivers. You kind of want them to be guys that want the fucking ball. That's why they're so great, and they know that. He said something like. You know, my benchmark is not wins and losses, it's greatness, which is just a dope ass quote. If you ask me, a lot of people were mad, like, ah, oh, you guys are winning, which they're three and three. It's not like they're fucking six and oh right now. Yeah. But people were mad. You're winning. You should be happy. It's like, fuck that. He's Devontae Adams. He should want yeah. the ball. And the offense is scoring like 16 points a game. Like, he shouldn't be yeah, happy. They're not winning. not winning because of the offense. Yeah. He should be like, yeah, we should be helping that defense that's playing great. Yeah. scoring fucking 25 to 30 a game. Get me yeah. the fucking ball and we can do that. Exactly. And he's it's not like he's complaining necessarily. He's not saying like yeah. he's, you know, and like you said, that's a that's a fucking dope quote. I I can't imagine how many Instagram posts have been captioned with that already by fucking like like by literal like losers in front of their their <laughs> dad's 
their dad Camaro, you know, but guys fucking trying to record podcasts or some shit. And they're fucking, yeah, it, it couldn't be, a, it couldn't be <laughs> us, you know, although we are just trying to be great out here. So I will keep- say our benchmark is not listeners. It's fucking greatness. <laughs> Big facts. But no, seriously though, I love that from Devonte, and you want to make a little prop bet on that. Like whatever his over under on catches and yards and anytime touchdown he might get like 15 yeah. targets on Sunday. Yeah. At least, at least catches. Cause some of them might be forced little screens. So the yards might not be there, but at least hit that catches prop for sure. They might go three and out on the first drive with like three screens to Devontae. Just like, here you go. Happy now. Don't be mad. Don't be mad. <laughs> All right. Moving on. We got the Arizona Cardinals and NFC West battle heading up to Seattle versus the Seahawks. The Seahawks are minus seven and a half with an over-under of 44 and a half. Love the Seahawks here. Tough, tough game last week with the Bengals. Had so many opportunities like we talked about. Um, you know, that was our that was our trust your nuts game of the week, and we trusted them, and we were right in the prediction. We said the Bengals' offense would struggle. We said the Seahawks' defense would keep them in that game. They did everything. Just the offense couldn't punch it in the red zone. You know, I think they were one for four in there. Just not not a good day, but I expect this to be a big bounce back spot. I really like, I like them to cover that seven and a half as well, and I I like the over in this too because I could see this being like a you know thirty one to I don't know thirty one to ten game, and then the Cardinals get a late touchdown, and mm-hmm. that gets you you're over and gets you and the Seahawks still covered. So, yeah, I can definitely see that too. I wish it was like minus seven or minus six and a half. If it gets to that point, fucking smash it. Cause Seahawks are definitely going to win this game by a touchdown. They've proven, you know, despite losing last week, like they've proven that they are a good team that belongs like in the, the playoff conversation in the NFL. The Cardinals have shown that they can be a little bit frisky, but they're basically a dog shit team at this point. Like they had some nice little moments and that's pretty much it. Seahawks at home. It's a great atmosphere up there. They got to come out and handle business coming off a loss. Pete Carroll's going to have him ready. He's not a coach that's going to fuck around. They're going to go out and get after it right from the jump. Give me yeah. them to cover. I like that over too. That should be a that should be a fun one too. Should be a fun one to watch. Moving on, we got the Pittsburgh Steelers heading to LA to face the Rams. And the Rams are three-point favorites at home with an over-under of 43 and a half. A little bit of uh, Sean McVay's great offense going up against a very, very good Pittsburgh Steelers defense. This feels like it's going to be such a close, weird game. The Steelers, whatever it is that Mike Tomlin does, he always gets them to perform very well when they're underdogs. You know, and this is a spot they're on the road, they're underdogs, they're coming off a bye. That's all those things make me lean Steelers. But like when I watch the games, how could you ever pick the Steelers to to score points in this and, and get things done? Um, so, it, you know, ultimately, I, I think I'm going to side with the Rams here. Um, you know, they're at home, but realistically, there will be plenty of shots of the crowd that are going to show 95% Steelers fans in attendance. Um, but still, you know, I, I, think, I think the Rams take care of business here. Um, but Tomlin will definitely have the boys juiced up and 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 keep this thing close. With the spread being at plus three, that makes it a stay away game for me because that just feels like push 
a, pu- a push. It feels like the Rams probably win this by a field goal. Push, push, push. Push, push. Um, I agree, though. Like, when you watch a Steelers game, you're watching for, like, 90% of the game. You're like, this This is the worst team in the league. Like, they, they fucking yeah. suck. This offense is terrible. And then they win, like, 17 to 13. You're like, what the fuck just happened? Like, yeah. TJ Watt just took a pick to the house and, you know, forced three fumbles and they kicked three field goals. It's like, what? where the fuck did that come from? Yeah. But every time I watch them, I'm just like, how – how do they win games? It's just their defense is that fucking good. And they do have playmakers. I think Deontay Johnson's coming back this week. It sounds like he's going to play. So they got guys where you can just, you know, if Kenny Pickett can just get them the ball on a screen, like they can go to the house. So we'll we'll see. Should be good. I think I would ride with the Rams too. Don't feel confident one way or the other. Maybe in the under, honestly, 43 and a half. The Rams yeah. offense is good, but they're not like elite. And that Pittsburgh Steelers defense is fucking elite. Yeah. I if you like the Steelers here, definitely go with go under as well. And I'm the, the more we talk, I'm kind of talking myself into the Steelers because I could see TJ Watt just completely fucking this game up and like the Rams can't get anything going because Stafford's under pressure. And Stafford at this point of in his career is, you know, is is a like a tree at this point in the pocket. You, you, you can't ask him to move anywhere. Um, and, and TJ Watt and those guys will definitely get after him. So, you know, maybe, maybe I am starting to lean Steelers here, but again, this is just, this is one word. If you, you know, I feel, I feel bad, you know, shout out my pops, big Steelers fan, but it, it's gotta be tough to like watch them with rooting interests. So you don't, you know, even if you like them in the spot, I wouldn't recommend betting them because that just is not enjoyable for anyone. I wholeheartedly feel that as a Raider fan, it's like <laughs> they win these trash games. And you're just like, why? Like, what, what are we, why, you know, what, what does that get us? But Steelers got some fucking passionate fans. They want to win for sure. And, and the more we talk about it, I think this game is going to be like fucking nine to six. <laughs> I want to bet the under so bad. I'm yeah. hammering. <laughs> I, I am very surprised it's up. It's at 43 and a half. That's seems yeah. insanely high for these two teams. All right. Next up, we got a pretty, pretty big AFC West matchup. Although the chiefs are kind of running away with it already. We got the LA chargers going to Kansas city to face the chiefs who are minus five and a half with an over under of 48 should be a, a lot of points scored here. Chargers are coming off some bad losses. Um, chiefs looking to just pull away and, and kind of put, probably enough separation between them and everyone else in that division to last them the rest of the year, honestly. Yeah. I, um, Chargers always play the chiefs tough. So I, I do feel like this is a, this is one where I don't know. I, I, I think I like the chargers with the five and a half points. Um, but you know, I, I do think I like the chiefs to win. So then it's kind of a weird, it's a weird spot. Um, for betting purposes, this is one, if I were to make a teaser, um, I would really like to add the chargers in here. You get the, that six points on the teaser, get them up to 11 and a half. That's a really, really nice number. Um, and then the over as well. And a teaser is nice. I, I, this might be, uh, tease me, baby. I, I feel like I might have to get back into it this week. Yeah. It's been a while since you put together a little tease. Yeah. I think since like, Week one, we lost a heartbreaker. Yeah. I remember, right? Yeah. But I don't know, man. I think the Chiefs win this by a touchdown kind of easy. I think it's going to be one of those games where, you know, maybe they're up a touchdown by seven or like 10, 
late and Staley knows that, you know, they got to go score, can't have a field goal, go for it on fourth down, don't get it. Chiefs just milk the clock, run it out. I, I just don't, I don't know. I'm so tired of looking at this Chargers team and saying they should fucking be good. They should be competitive. They should win games. And then they just don't. So I, I'm I'm out on the fucking Chargers. They're dead to me. Give me the Chiefs by fucking 10. I like it. Put it like in the it. books. All right, moving on. We got the Green Bay Packers head into the Mile High Stadium to face the Broncos. Packers are only minus one here with an over-under of 45. And I'll be honest, I'm a little bit surprised at that line, despite it being in Denver. Yeah, I I think um I think you gotta go Packers here if if uh if you're asking me. I think the Broncos have just looked like such shit and they're I don't know. I don't know what's going on over there. They're kind of in a purgatory right now. They're one of the their situation is one of the worst in the NFL. And in regards to like Russ's contract and just where they're at with assets. Draft capital. Draft capital. Non existent. Exactly. And the Packers, meanwhile, you know, they've they've been frisky at times. They've also had times where they don't look good, including um before their buy. But coming off a of buy here, I think Matt LaFleur is a good coach. I think he'll have them ready. And I don't know. I, I, I definitely like the Packers here. Yeah, I, I definitely do too. I, I honestly don't see how it's this close. Like what have the Broncos done? They've been losing every fucking week. And it seems like they get more and more like in disarray every week that goes by Jerry Judy's fucking fighting people on the sidelines. Like there's rumors about him getting shipped out and his, his usage has gone down like every week over the last three weeks. Sounds like he's at the end of his run. I think the trade trade deadlines in like two weeks or something like that. I think it's actually, I think it's on Halloween. Okay. So, I mean, this could very well be his last game as a Bronco, honestly. Yeah. And I just, there's like no direction with this team, at least the Packers, you, you know, like you said, they have a good head coach. They have what they think is going to be their quarterback for the next foreseeable future. And they have young pieces around him that they can build around. The Broncos don't have any of that. I mean, they got Russ, but he's not young and he's just getting older and worse every year. So I don't know where they go from here. I'd take the Packers here. The over-under, no fucking clue, because you don't know what Broncos defense is going to show up. This is the team that gave up 70 to the Miami Dolphins. Packers could run just fucking bananas on them, which means yeah. they're going to run a lot if you're not familiar with bananas. So I would stay away from that, but I would hammer the Packers on this one. Yeah, definitely definitely hammer the Packers here. And the Packers defense is good too. So I, that's another reason to stay away from that over-under. It's kind of a... And I feel like having them having it at 45 kind of tells us that they weren't sure what to do with it too. Cause that's not super low and it's definitely not super high. Either. They just picked so, one in the middle there, I guess. Yeah. Nice round number right there. Yeah. All right. Next up, we got easily the game of the week. We got the Miami dolphins at five and one versus the Philadelphia Eagles at five and one. In Philly, the Eagles are minus two and a half, favored to win the game at home with an over-under, highest one of the day. It's 51 and a half. Take it away. Can the birds do it? Absolutely. This, my friend. Absolutely. My friends. My friends listening around the world. This is the Trust Your Nuts game of the week. Whatever side you like, ride with it because 
I'm an Eagles fan. Obviously, I'm leaning that way. Tyreek Hill is going to have a day. Jalen Waddle is going to have a day. There's going to be points here. I, I, you know, you got to just trust whatever side you like. I could be convinced very easily. I would not be shocked at all if the Dolphins kind of run away with this thing. And that, and still, even if that happens, it wouldn't necessarily be a super like detriment to the Eagles. It'd just be that offense got their shit going again, you know? And, but that being said, the Eagles, when they're at their peak, are fucking bullies and they can bully a team and just go on these eight, nine, 10 minute drives and just keep the offense on the sideline and, you know, go on these long drives, sustained drives, converting third downs and short, fourth and short, and just draining the the air out of the game and then punch it in for a, a touchdown at the end. And all of a sudden you're like, you know, damn, we, we, we literally went this whole first half and had the ball three times, you know, and, and that's something where if the Eagles execute that, that's how the game plays out and, and a way for them to win. Lane Johnson is going to play fucking dog out there. He, he hurt his ankle last week, missed the rest of the game and hurt the team bad with, with the pressures after the backup just wasn't ready. And, but he's all signs point to him playing. They're wearing their Kelly green jerseys. Oh shit! It just feels like, feels like they're gonna get shit done here. And one like massive factor is it's in Philly at a time where, like, the Phillies are so fucking hot right now, and the Phillies will be out of town still, right? Or are they back by then? So Eagles is only show in town. Like, there's gonna be some fucking weirdos out. They're gonna be getting after it in the stands. And the Dolphins are a team that loves to run the ball. Despite, you know, Tyreek and Waddle, they love to fucking run the ball. McDaniel is a genius in the run game. He ran the 49ers run game when he was over there and brought it to Miami. The Eagles are nasty up front. Like yeah. they're gonna they're gonna shut that shit down. Like you said, they still have Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle. It's gonna depend a lot on Tua. And if they're getting after Tua, don't want to bring up, you know, his past injuries, but he doesn't take hits very well, as we've seen over the last couple of years. So if they're getting after him and pressuring him, we've yet to see him really like put the team on his back and go out and win games. Like he's surrounded by stars with a great offensive play caller. So that'll be interesting to see. I'm I'm gonna ride with the Dolphins on this. I think that they'll win the game, but I just hope it's a fucking great game. I hope that the Eagles show up. What I'm worried about is the Eagles are actually not that good because they've had some moments this year where it's like, oof. Should have won that game by a lot more. Shouldn't have lost to the Jets. Jalen Hurts, what are you doing? You can't throw that ball there. So yeah. we'll see. We'll see what they're all about. You got to come out this game at home and just don't roll over and die. Like if you lose the game, it's not the end of the year. It's week seven, but you got to put up a fucking fight, especially at home. Yeah. hundred percent. And and that's the part that really makes this a trust your nuts game for me, where it's just, you know, if you, depending how you feel about the Eagles, um, that's how you bet this game. If you think they are one of the best teams in the NFL, then I would side with them. If you think they're frauds, like you're talking about there. Um, Whoa, I never said the F word. Well, you implied it. You said, my concern is they're just not that good. That's what I heard. So (laughs) you just said that too, though. (laughs) (laughs) No, but really, I mean, you're, you're taking a Dolphins team who has looked very, very good 
Eagles coming off a loss against the Jets, and you could get the Dolphins at plus money right here. You trust your nuts all you want. I want to fucking trust my money. I'm putting it right there. Yeah. Yeah, trust trust the guy that got his chopped off. Uh, they're actually still intact. So just a, uh, if you're not familiar with a vasectomy, they cut the two vas deferens, which are the tubes that bring the semen to your testicles. Okay. A little fucking, well, you know. Take that for- and put it in your fucking master's degree, bud. And that was biology with the water cooler boys. Hell yeah. All right. Next up, we got Monday night football. The 49ers coming off of that loss to the Browns, their first of the year, facing the Minnesota Vikings in Minnesota. The Niners are seven point favorites with an over under of 44. What are we doing here? Hammer the motherfucking Niners right here. Coming off a loss. They're not taking that shit lightly. You got Kirk Coupons in prime time. That never goes well for the Vikings or anyone involved uh, with him. Still no Jefferson, obviously, on IR. Niners going to just demolish them here. That defense is going to be so fucking, like, angry. Like, yeah. Kirk Cousins might want to just sit this one out because it's not going to be fucking fun. I don't know if the Vikings score a fucking touchdown. I, I think it'll be – I think it's actually going to be, like, brutal. I think – um We'll have to we'll have to cook up a same game parlay on Monday. We'll we'll put it out on the Instagram. But like Niners to cover under Vikings team total over mm-hmm. on sacks, like just it's gonna be bad. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I don't know what else there's to say. I mean, Christian McCaffrey might not even play. I don't think it fucking matters. If he doesn't yeah. play, you know, give me a Jordan Mason touchdown, Elijah yeah. Mitchell touchdown, whichever one's going. It's just going to be ugly. It's not going to be very fun to watch. Make sure you gamble on this game because it's not going to be fun to watch. Exactly. Do yourself a favor. God wants you to gamble this game. That's why you put it on Monday night. 100%. Standalone game. Got a bet. Hey, one thing we didn't touch on yet, and this is going to fly right in the face of my parlay I'm about to hit you with. You mentioned it last week. The unders have been killing it. The touchdowns are down. I saw a Warren Sharp was even tweeting about it. Touchdowns are lowest they've been in like eight years. Big plays, like explosive play rate is down, like the lowest it's been in like 10 years. Uh, Drew mentioned something to us today about just like total points being down, something like that. We saw it on Thursday night football. It looked like the under was going to hit easy. Saints offense couldn't do anything. I think maybe Roger Goodell put a little call into the refs. Saints offense started getting going. All of a sudden the over hits. How are we feeling this week? Are we going to get more points? Are we in with the NFL is rigged? I, You know, I think one thing about the NFL, whether it's fully rigged or not, they want points. They, they want excitement. They want fireworks. They want, you know, shots, pew, 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 all over, you know? <laughs> <laughs> but so I think this weekend there will be points. However, with the win, like we saw, that could be – a detriment against it so tread lightly there but we you know going through this slate there's some very very low unders um very low totals you know if you see if you see one and you even think that there's a possibility of it becoming any sort of shootout just hammer that over because the league the league's going to want points they want excitement they need they need the highlights maybe we'll get a massive just like 60 point shootout in that dolphins eagles game yeah. Air could, versus water, like it's a fucking avatar. Yeah, I could definitely see that happening. 
You got a little parlezy you're rolling with this weekend? I do. I cooked one up. I so you know, I like to stick to three usually. Uh that's nice. Um, yeah, three's a good number. But that being said, <laughs> I, I, I was about to say, don't get greedy out there, boys and girls. And what are you about to do? I found a fourth I love. I clicked four <laughs> that I love. And the 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 odds it gave me are just a nice round number. Shout out Tom Brady. It's plus 12-12. Love that. Love that. Give me the Bills minus nine. They're winning that game by 10 or more. Give me the Commanders to beat the Giants by a field goal. Easy money. Browns covering that three like we talked about with the Colts, Gardner, Minshew. Not him. And then give me your Las Vegas Raiders on the road in Chicago against a backup with a backup themselves. Team on the ropes. Bears are done. Bears are dead. Give me that at plus 12-12. Your boy's going to hit it with a nice little $20 bill. And Andrew Jackson, fuck that guy, though. <laughs> Trail of tears. Fucking bitch, dude. Hate that guy. Fuck Andrew Jackson. So scratch that from the record. Just give me a nice crisp $20 on it. Bet 21 and, on it just for the, the yeah, vibes. You're, you're right. I'm changing it to 21. 21, can you do something for me? Can you turn this parlay to 275 for me? Ooh, 275. I do like it when it comes out. It's like a nice, like good sounding number. Like, yeah. do you want $275? Fuck yeah. I'll take that. That sounds fun. I got a little something myself. I too, I just can't resist dipping my little dick in the pot, man. The Raiders minus two and a half here. It's just so, so juicy against this Bears team. That's so garbage. And I know the Raiders aren't shit either, but at least they're trying to win. You know, it feels like they want to win games. So give me the Raiders minus two and a half. That's when we got together. I dipping into that Browns game, but I'm going to go under 40 and a half there. I just don't see how the Colts score enough or the Browns. Like there's just not enough offense. There's no playmakers in that game that can get it to 40. And then, and I changed this shit like four times. I had like three other games in here. We're talking about it. That Steelers Rams game. I got to have the under on that one under 43 and a half. I think that could be under like 25. Honestly, I don't see Cooper Cup's going to have a decent day, but Kyron Williams is out. Kenny Pickett can't throw the ball down the field. I don't know who's going to score in that game. So that's a nice little plus 608. Not quite as fun as 1212, but a $20 bet pays out 141. And I'd be happy with that. I'm not going to be mad about it. I'm not going to turn it down. No, nah, it can't be. That's beautiful. And that covers week seven in the NFL. Seven fucking weeks already. Crazy. Hey, quick public service announcement. Just cherish, cherish these moments. Cherish this time. You come March, you know, you're going to really, really wish you had a week of football coming up. Um, so just soak it in. Enjoy it. If you play fantasy football, after this week, you're halfway through the regular season for most leagues. It goes yeah. quick, man. We wait all year, and it just goes so quick. Sometimes the world just isn't fair. But at least we got other sports. No worries. We got the fucking championship series, and the MLB is getting hot. Yeah. And I just realized something. You owe me a beer. Yeah, um, because the Houston Astros have tied things up two to two. You said they wouldn't win two in Texas. 
well, they're all in Texas technically, but Arlington, and they did game three, eight, five, game four tonight, 10 to three. What do you have to say for yourself? Um, I'm just disappointed in the Rangers. I, I put, put my faith in them. It was, you know, as much, as much faith as I put in, it was an equal amount of hope. It was just hope that they could handle these, uh, the bad, bad men in Houston, you know, mm-hmm. and they could clearly. And, um, you know, I'm going to, the, the, the Astros are going to win this thing in six. That's just what's going to happen. Nah, the Rangers got one more in them. It's going seven. I said it after two. It's going seven, and it's going to be electric. I think that will be like an all-time game, like these two fucking Texas teams getting after it. They both got big bats. They can both bop. It'll depend on the pitchers. I mean, we just saw Scherzer get fucking rocked on Wednesday. Probably had a little dead arm, just like even when he's a fucking Dodger, a little bitch. <laughs> but that's neither here nor there. Uh, it's going to be a fun series, though. I think it's going to go seven. I hope it does. We need that baseball needs that um like you said on our last pod there hasn't been a single game a single series that went to the final game yeah we gotta have that we need a game seven it's the best game it's the best best two words in sports game seven we haven't had one anything else on that one you want to touch on uh no i just hope the rangers figure their shit out um you know they blew a 2-0 lead just like i did in the beer bets all tied at two but you know you can still pull it together it's tied at two but we got two on the line this week i think the uh rangers win then the astros win and then it's anybody's game in game seven i have to look at who the pitchers are like that moving on to the national league i'm shocked that the cardinals won a game or the diamondbacks got arizona on the mind got football (laughs) the phillies were up two nothing and the diamondbacks came home and pulled out a fucking dub, man. Good for them. Two to one today. They got the win. Yeah. Really, really good uh response from them. I was I was surprised too. Um I did I did predict a gentleman sweep, which it's playing out perfectly for that right now. I feel like the Phillies are gonna kick the shit out of them tomorrow, if we're being honest. I could see that, yeah. but for them to get the win today with fat, remember that guy? Yeah. From the Dodgers series, he had nine strikeouts for them to get a win with him on the mound. That means they still have, you know, their better pitchers coming up. Yeah. I think they could get one more. I think this might go back to Philly. Yeah, it could. It could definitely happen. Um, you know, they've they've been they they made it this far. They surprised people by making it this far. So, you it's almost a benefit of you're in you're a young team. You're in this series, and you almost have the benefit of being like, what do we have to lose? Like, there's literally, yeah, there's literally nothing. You can play kind of free, and baseball is one of those games where it is helpful to play like that for sure. Mm-hmm. But can we talk about the MLB scheduling real quick? I, the Major League Baseball is so fucking dumb with this. They had the game start. What time was the start? First pitch one. It was. I got a notification that someone went yard, and I was like, "What the fuck?" I was at work sitting at my desk. I'm like, "This game is fucking on right now. What are yeah. we doing?" I see. I didn't even get. I I didn't even get that notification about a home run. I literally opened up ESPN, um, to to look at something else, and it had the game was in the seventh inning, and it was zero zero, and I'm like, what the fuck? Like I I didn't even know that it was starting yet. Obviously, if your team's in it, you're more plugged in, whatever. But come on, MLB, like 
give us start that game at three thirty or four o'clock on the West Coast. That's still friendly for everyone else in the country as well. And then you stagger the you start the Houston and um and uh Rangers game. You start that at uh you know five thirty or or something. And it's not too late for anyone. And it's a time where more people can watch. There's no way this 1 p.m. start for the Phillies and, and Diamondbacks on a fucking Thursday afternoon got a got good viewership. No way. It it honestly feels like the MLB like hates fucking young people. <laughs> like like everything yeah. they do, it feels like they just do not want to adapt at all, bro. It's like everything is geared towards these old school fucking get off yeah. my lawn, not in my backyard, motherfuckers. Yeah. I think they're sick just, of it. They're just run by the old um old like TV companies and as long as they're selling ads, they don't care. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. All right. That wraps it up for everything this week, except I think we got a little, little bonus action. We want to get to some yeah, news bonus content, some news in the news, as it were this week that the Olympics will have flag football in 2028, right? Yes. 2028 and the Olympics are in Los Angeles even better and the nfl is not only allowing but encouraging active nfl players to participate in flag football for the 2028 olympics in los angeles news like this is when um like when social media sites are just at their peak the memes of like of people making jokes about you know Tyreek Hill running routes against uh, Bangladesh's top cornerback. <laughs> hilarious, hilarious, great stuff out there. But if NFL guys play in this flag football, um, man, it'll be a, it'll be a sight to see. It'll be more dominant than like than like the dream team was in basketball. It'll be significantly more dominant. It'll just be it'll be ridiculous. No one else plays American football like the U.S. does. So I don't know how. I 100% agree, but I did see a tweet today that made me like, oh, yeah, you might have a fucking point here. (laughs) Someone was like, y'all think like America would just run over everybody, but Jamaica's going to throw six guys out there that run 4240s, just have them fucking streak down the field. It's like, that's a good good point. Usain Bull just running a fucking nine round. (laughs) It's tough to stop. That's a good point. I don't know who's going to throw it to him. I don't know if he's ever caught a football in his life, but fuck that. It's fast. They got, they got, uh, they got five years to train, so. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Don't use rugby balls like the Baltimore Ravens. Use the fucking footballs. Fuck. <laughs> so, with that being said, we're going to do a little a little fantasy draft, a little fantasy flag football draft. One quarterback, one running back, one tight end, two wide receivers, five-man team. I'm going to hold up a number between one and two. Not between one and two. It'll be one or two. Close your eyes. <laughs> Don't cheat. What am I holding up? Two. Fuck, you're right. You want to go first or second? I'll go first. We're doing a snake draft, right? Snake draft, absolutely. Okay. Who's your first, first pick? First pick, I'm taking running back, Atlanta Falcons, Bijan Robinson. Wow. Okay. I'm partially factoring in that we're a few years ahead. You know, a guy like, a, you know, that I just changed think of that. Yeah. You know, a guy like Tyreek at that point will be 35. That's who I was going to pick. Yeah. You, you got to be careful there. Oh, no. Okay. 
I'm going to take Jamar Chase. Good choice. I still want Tyreek kind of, but he might be doing porn by then. Yeah, that's true. That's his aspiration. I'm going to take Jamar and give me, this might be a stretch here, but give me Kyle Pitts. I like that. I like that pick a lot. Like that to get pick one a lot. tight end, and it's not like the NFL where Travis Kelsey can go, you know, bully somebody. Yeah. You need a fucking athlete out there. You need a finesse guy out there. Like that. I like that. Okay. With my next pick, ooh, give me. Hmm. We should we should cut some of this. this <laughs> I didn't I didn't, rate radio. I didn't make a I didn't make a draft board. Um I'm not cutting any of this, so fucking hurry up. You know what? I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna take Tyreek here still. I'm gonna still take Tyreek. You're such a piece of shit, dude. I fucking hate you so much. Oh, still, I'm gonna still take Tyreek. He's still gonna be fast. You can't teach speed. I'm gonna still oh. take <laughs> scumbag. And then and then, as my other wide receiver, give me Justin Jefferson. Justin Jefferson okay. hitting the gritty up and down the field here. Love that. Okay. I don't hate that. I don't hate that. Uh, I got to go. I'm going to take Lamar. I think that's the obvious quarterback Yeah. here. And you, you're maxed out on receivers and running backs. So... I'll take Lamar. I got Lamar, Jamar Chase, and Kyle Pitts. And then give me a give me Devon Achan. Give me a young guy, one of the one of the fastest guys, if not the fastest guy in the NFL. Get that hammy healed up in the next five years. He'll, he'll be good to go. He'll be out there fucking running by PL. Yeah. yeah, I like that. I like that a lot. Okay. So I need a tight end and I need a quarterback. At tight end, you know, we got the age factor here still, but I I you know, you gotta give me Kelsey here. He always finds the spots still, finds finds spaces, gets shit done. Um, and I think he'd be elite at, at uh flag football. Um and for a quarterback. For a quarterback, this is this is gonna be the steal of the draft. You're not gonna like this pick at all. It's gonna upset you. I know it. Give me Caleb Williams. Stupid. That's a stupid pick, dude. You no, have Josh it's... Allen out there. You have Jalen Hurts. You're going Caleb fucking Williams. Caleb Williams. In for five years from now, are you kidding me, dude? That's crazy to me. I, I think that's a crazy pick. I think you just made a huge mistake. I think you just lost a gold medal. No, no chance. All right, so run, run me through your team right here. Who's you, who's your squad? I still got one more pick, but I got Caleb Williams at quarterback, Bajon Robinson at running back, Tyreek Hill, and um, who's my other receiver? Justin Jefferson. Justin Jefferson. Oh, what a combo! And then Travis uh, <laughs> Kelsey at tight end. Okay, and I'm sitting here with. Lamar Jackson, the ultimate flag football. Like, if you can't have Wait, Mike Vick. Did you just ask for my roster so that you could, like, no, roster? No, I'm, I'm just, no, I'm not roster baiting, dude. Come on, keep it PG. We got kids that listen to this. I got Lamar. I got Devon A. Chan. I got Kyle Pitts, 
Jamar Chase. And I just don't know who to top it off with. I'm thinking maybe C.D. Lamb, Jalen Waddle, could be Amon Ra, the fucking sun god. Garrett Wilson, A.J. Brown. Fucking which one? I, I almost want to go with A.J. just to have a fucking boy. You know, how old yeah. is he? He's like 26, 27. No shit. Give me. No, you know what? Fuck that. Give me DK Metcalf. You tell me a little fucking like Egyptian cornerback sees DK Metcalf lined up against him. He's never seen a man like that. He might literally think that he's a god, dude. He's not going to be able to fucking guard him. That's true. You throw Maybe a screen to him and this guy tries to run up on him. AJ Brown's going to hurdle that motherfucker into tomorrow, dude. No chance. He'll get he'll get kicked out the first time Lamar throws the other way, though. I said AJ Brown. I meant DK. Yeah, no, you're right. He'll be fucking punching people out there. They're the yeah. same guy almost, but yeah, give me DK. Give me those fucking muscles. See, that guy is shredded. Yeah, and you just lost your draft, so congrats. Oh my god. Let us know in the chat, dude. We don't have a chat yet, but one day we will. Yeah. I think that wraps it up, man. On to week seven, another beautiful week of football. Anything you want to say to these fine people before we go? Just another another chance, another opportunity to win money, to uh enjoy enjoy your uh your time in front of your TV, you know. Just sit down, let the sweet, sweet vocals of scott hansen tell you that you got seven hours of commercial free football coming up and just enjoy life man and treat yourself whether it's a nice beverage or your favorite food it's fucking another sunday you're alive on this planet go ahead and and get whatever you want man treat yourself and then next week treat yourself meet us back here at the water cooler cheers cheers Pretty steady. If you want to live it, place it in your mind. Everything could change in just one night.